0: Listening to Robert Wright's Non Zero Podcast. Hi, Mickey. Hey, Bob. Hey, what you holding up there? Oh, is that Sam Bankman Fried? He's looking it, good. He's looking is. good. Whatever he's doing with his life is working out well, for listen, him.
1: I don't know how I ever missed this. This is from July 4th of last year, Bob, and it's oh. a four page ad for FTX, which Turned out to be a huge scam in the pages of what magazine, Bob? And then I don't know, Vanity Fair, New Yorker, the New, the New Yorker, Bob. Yes. The New Yorker.
0: Wait, so, is it, that's an ad. That's a, that's it's an, an ad. ad. It
1: that's also the has most
0: lucrative ad they've had in a decade. They've, it, they've, also,
1: it also has Giselle Bundchen, but she's no match for Sam Bankman Freeze.
0: Uh, anyway,
1: the, so so first, you know. He, they got a huge bunch of money for this. They should give it back. Morally, <laughs> it's an ad. Give it back, David. It's blood money. Is that blood money? But it's fraud no. money. It's no, fraud it's money, money. It's money, money. <laughs> okay. It's crypto it's, money. It's currency money. Give it back. Uh, it's um. It's trying to promote the clean the image of a uh, of a seeming fraudster. Uh, the other thing is the indictment of Sam Bankman Fried, which I was. Reading about is so much more interesting than the indictment of Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump might there's an arguable payment that should have been a, a campaign expense that that was not listed as a campaign expense. You can get into that. Sam Bankman Fried used straw donors, the standard the standard election crime, which is I give you money and you give it you donate to the candidate so I can give more than the limit effectively you're donating for me. Mm-hmm. He did that, but he also did it with other people's money that invested in his firm. I mean, so he he not only, you know, he built himself up one of the ten biggest donors in the Democratic Party, in part by using straw donors and other people's money. Even Dinesh D'Souza didn't think of that. I mean it's it's genius. It's it's it's, it's that's the guy, why he's
0: a crypto king and you're not.
1: That, that's why the guy is uh, you know uh, that's why he went to Stanford. What can I say? Did he go to Stanford? I don't
0: know. Uh, anyway. No, he, went, he went to, uh, I think he went to MIT. His parents taught oh, right. at Stanford correct.
1: Law School. Right.
0: Whereas the right. woman who was indicted had parents who taught at MIT and she went to Stanford. It was
1: a totally, it was complementarity. It was a, a do do
0: It was entanglement. It was quantum okay. entanglement.
1: So I have, um, I, have a, I have a completely insane theory of quantum entanglement. Uh, we'll get uh, to that if, in the parable, we'll Mickey. We'll that's get what that the, the pair room, room is for. So
0: you seem to be going to great lengths to distract uh, from the story about the indictment of your favorite president, Mick. I mean, this FBF indictment, is that's what? Old, how old is that document? You, that's, the, you, that's old.
1: That's old news, Bob. We're on to the Tennessee expulsions. Oh, are we already? Really? well Totally. Huh. I, we're waiting okay. for the other, the next Trump indictment. Anyway, I, I, I'm happy to talk about the Trump indictment. I mean, it's, no, I, uh, I have no I have no strong preference. The, uh. You know, I tend to subscribe to the theory that, you know, that Coulter clarifies, which is uh, uh, this is what the Democrats want. All of a sudden, everybody's not only not only is Trump surging in the polls, they can beat him. They might not be able to beat one of these other guys. And uh, and um, all the Republicans have to defend Trump. So everybody's singing his praises. OK, it's it's a disaster for Republicans in the short term. I don't think the short term will last very long uh the for you know it is possible it is there's a slim possibility if you read the legal documents that he could have enough of a theory to get to a jury which would of course convict Trump and then get overturned on appeal that's what Dershowitz thinks will happen the key hunt is for you, you know the law on this the key it's a misdemeanor to falsify uh-huh. business records uh-huh. were these business records well if it wasn't related to his business and he just, Wrote them down in a book at his business. Does that mean they're business records? I don't know. Anyway, let's assume they're falsified business records. That's a misdemeanor. Unless they are in the furtherance of a crime. Right, And then they're a felony. Then there's the hunt for the crime, okay? There's there's sort of three or four candidates. One is this election law thing. It was in furtherance of uh, misclassifying what should have been a campaign expense, paying off his mistress uh, as a, you know, a... um, is it not a campaign expense. It's just a payment from uh, a legal expense from the, the lawyer to, uh, uh, to to Stormy Daniels, the pr- woman who was extorting him. The second thing is uh, a tax offense. Now, that doesn't make a lot of a sense because his scheme managed to pay the IRS more tax at uh, the state, more taxes than it would have been a campaign donation. Uh, you know, Trump could give the money to his campaign. He can give unlimited sums to a campaign. They could have paid off Stormy Daniels. None of that is taxable, except maybe to Stormy Daniels. Uh, but in this case, it was uh, allegedly a legal payment. So it was income to Michael Cohen, the lawyer. So Cohen had to pay taxes on it, and Trump had to gross him up to compensate for the taxes he paid. More than compensated. He paid him twice as much. There's no easy—Cohen doesn't have a 50%
0: tax rate. But I digress. Cohen just got everybody a deal, in New York-
1: Everybody in New York has a 50% tax rate, Bob. Oh, do they? It's pretty high. Yeah. It's level, yeah. Oh, counting so state income tax plus federal and city, um, city? An unincorporated business tax i guess he's incorporated anyway it, it all adds up uh one for you one for them uh so uh the um uh and, and, and but there is a there there's this guy uh, somebody brought up and it's possible that trump deducted it as a business expense which he shouldn't have been able to do which would be a tax crime so maybe that'll get him over the hump. And the third one is this crazy theory that uh, somehow uh, winning there's a statute that says you can't win run for office by by lying, and the you know the the false entry was itself a lie, so therefore it can bootstrap itself up into a crime. And uh-huh. the, the fourth theory, which is by this guy Jackman at, at uh, in in the LA Times, was sort of. Uh, well, you don't have to settle on a crime. The jury just the jury can actually think of all different crimes. Each juror can think of a different crime. They don't have to agree on the crime, and and he sort of raises the possibility they could just say, "Well, we know he wanted to use it for a crime later anyway. You know, yeah. he's that kind of guy." So, uh, so, it, 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 so it's it's in furtherance of obviously committing some crime down the road. You know, guilty. Uh, well, it seems to me very likely that Trump. Uh, did deduct this as an expense if, if he wrote it
0: down as paying a retainer to Michael Cohen. But my my question is, um, is it a strange feature of this indictment that it doesn't it doesn't go on to detail what the theory of the case actually is? Like, why is this a, a you know, I mean, it's a felony indictment. Right. And then he lists a bunch of things that are in and of themselves just misdemeanors. And then the indictment does not go on to elaborate as to why right. it's and so- a felony.
1: It seems it seems crazy. Apparently, the law lets him be that vague at this stage. Uh, uh, so he's you know he's preserving his options. He can take mm-hmm. theory A, okay. theory B, theory C then, yeah. later on. Yeah. Uh, and and, and, and Littman claims this is a strength because he can, you know, you, know, you don't know where, what he's going to say. Uh, the defense is obviously entitled to learn what he's going to say. Uh-huh. And they can file a motion called a bill of particulars, apparently, to force him to say what his theory is. and. Uh usually that motion loses, but in this in this case, uh it might win. Uh so um anyway, this case it might, that so, motion might win. So, so uh so we will find out soon enough. And since the trial is going to be delayed for months and months and months, Trump's lawyers will have plenty of time to prepare. Plus, he's gonna be indicted in three other cases. So uh Well, uh this continues to seem kind of banana republically to
0: me uh the the um one question about this though you are is there kind of an irony i mean on the one hand the show of support for trump has been less than overwhelming right in terms of people lined up in new york and here and there on the the other hand it has been you agree catastrophic for his rivals in fact maybe you're finally admitting uh you're finally buying into the desantis is
1: floundering thesis no no still no, still no. The public demonstrations have been very muted and somewhat pathetic. Uh, you know, he's he's summoned the masses. They haven't showed up. The Republican office holders have mostly told the line and supported him. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, some of them, Mickey Snipes as well, you know, he was paying off a porn star. But um, uh, but, but yes, it's a, it is a banana Republican charge. I agree with that. Uh, the other ones, maybe less so, but this this one. Seems definitely, Uh, and uh, no, I don't think DeSantis is floundering. I think his flaws are becoming more and more evident, but he has plenty of time. I mean, you know, this is this is way early. There's plenty of time to come back. If he was, if he if he was, you know, peaking too soon, you know, two months ago, Trump's peaking too soon now. I mean, we just don't know what's going to happen. There are a couple of bad signs for DeSantis. One is. Uh, the abortion issue is obviously working for the Democrats. I mean, this is what you know. People who wanted Roe overturned, like the New Republic, predicted would happen. Abort- nobody, you know, a ban on abortion is not popular. People want some, at least, some time for women to get abortions. And uh, when you put that to a vote, the Democratic position will win. So it's been a huge boost for the Democrats. The Sanders, on the other hand. Uh, while the law in Florida is 15 weeks, which seems to be sort of a sweet spot, uh, there's a, a bill that's reducing it to six weeks, and he's going to sign it. So that seems a step in the wrong direction. Mm. Now all these all these stories are tilted against DeSantis for some reason. In part because you know Trump is playing the press, in part because DeSantis was flying so high that reporters feel I like think they should cut him down. But. Uh, there, there's a there's a, a story on NBC saying that he's thinking of abandoned, not not focusing on the early states, focusing on later, bigger states, not not worrying about Iowa and New Hampshire. That's an insane strategy. That's not going to work. It's like a, it's like I have decided to commit suicide. It's, it's well, that was I think the, maybe if that, was the, that, was, that was the Giuliani strategy. It might be a fake. It might be a feint. But it's if that's the Giuliani strategy, and look where it got him. By the well, time he, Giuliani is Giuliani, all
0: candidates are different. He um, was the front runner. He was the front runner, and he said, "I'm not going to compete in Iowa."
1: Yes, uh, you know, and, and you know, Biden didn't do well, and I didn't do well in New Hampshire. That's a little different than well, not competing. He, Giuliani
0: there. was leading in the polls at that point.
1: At at some point, yeah. Um. I don't
0: know. The uh, did you see the Ross Douthat column on what DeSantis should say about Trump's indictment?
1: It was. Ex- no, it was exactly the same as the as the Jack Schaefer column, which came out, I think, a day earlier. What did Jack say? You know, don't attack him on the crime, attacking him on competence, not building the wall, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and his you know, his, the, the, the speech and- Douthat wrote for DeSantis was fine, but.
0: It was good. You know,
1: it's not gonna make a, a, no, a, but it is. a not gonna make a dime's worth of difference in the long run from what DeSantis actually said.
0: Oh, I think it does. And the and the and the funny thing is how subtle the difference is. What DeSantis did was this kind of passive aggressive thing of saying, I condemn the indictment of of krillers, I don't know what it's like to pay off a porn star or whatever. He said, parenthetically. And basically Ross says, just invert those. Go on the attack, you know, like. We don't need a president who's paying off porn stars. You know, you just invert the the uh, to be sure part with the, you know, the rest. And I I think I think DeSantis has to uh, press something. I mean, I think it's 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 looking pretty
1: bad for him. And that's total presentism. There is there's that's that's now the election is, you know, a year away. So, True, but I also think – I mean, I think the sense in which it's presentism
0: is it's possible that somebody were not – is it you tell me. Is it possible that somebody we're not even thinking about could emerge and compete? Sure. Because I think, look, DeSantis is getting a lot of attention, and apparently Republicans don't love him.
1: I mean they – don't, They don't love him, and he's not going to win because they love him. He's going to win because they settle on him, having convinced themselves – I, in large part, reluctantly, that Trump has too much baggage. Now, attacking Trump for the baggage may not be the way to win those voters. You have to convince them, saying, you have to say Trump has too much baggage, okay, as opposed yeah. to, as opposed to he, you no, know, you, but you don't say he cheated with a porn star. You say, you know, there's so many attacks on him. That's ridiculous indictment for cheating with a porn star. And Of course, you know. but
0: the point is, you don't whisper it in parentheses the way DeSantis did. You invert the two themes. You, you, to yeah. be, you know, to be sure, the indictment is bad. But and you go on the attack.
1: Uh, you've already, you've already disinverted them. Now you wanted him to start with the attack and then say, of course, he shouldn't no, be done.
0: No, the point is that the the thing tucked away is that to be sure should be the indictment, rather than the other way. What he basically well, said it, was it, to it be seemed, sure it's not great to be messing around with like, porn It store, seemed like a
1: bold. It seemed like a bold move, even to, to snipe at the time. So maybe he'll get bolder. Uh, it's just not, you know, it's it, it's not a big deal if he takes two months to get up to speed.
0: The funny it, thing is how far away even what I'm recommending would be from what Trump does. Right? He is. He would still be a pale imitation of Trump. The way Trump is on the campaign trail, and it worked for Trump. Now maybe it'll only work for Trump to always be on the attack and attack everyone you see and attack ambitiously. But there's a long
1: way between what DeSantis is now and what we're Trump. Trump Trump doesn't immediately go on the full attack. He didn't uh, fully embrace the January 6th protesters until recently. Before he was a little, since they had invaded the Capitol and tried to stop the vote, he had been a little gingerly about not saying, you know, uh, what he really felt, which is that they were right. Oh, but as Uh, for the way he treats rivals, I mean, you know, yeah, no, that's that's sort of the way he does it. But, uh, so, uh, you know, that'll happen. Okay, so what about
0: Tennessee? I'm not that up on it. I mean, exp- expelling the guys. That seems a little
1: extreme. Yeah, I mean, my, my line is, uh, is uh, if, if you're elected well, we by should, the people. We P- should
0: maybe tell people just okay. in case. Okay, so famous uh, shooting, uh, you know, school seating at this uh, Christian school involving a, involving a former student. Who I guess is now officially identified as a trans ma- uh, ma- man. I don't know. Transwoman. Transwoman. Well, as- no, a- was- trans no, trans woman.
1: Trans woman. She used to be a
0: man. She used to trans man. Trans woman.
1: You're right. Trans man. You're right. Sorry. I mean, born.
0: Nobody's born as a woman. Born as a girl. Born as a female infant. Um. So. And then so you take it from there, then in well, the Tennessee no, so,
1: state legislature. Well, as a part of the gun right, a uh, gun control protest, because, you know, these people are very fired up about gun control. And there's no chance of getting it through the legislature, which is controlled by Republicans. They had a big demonstration. They took over the Capitol. Not a lot of violence. So it was different from January 6th in that respect. But the, the these three lawmakers uh, got up, took over the dais of the of, of the legislature one with uh, with bullhorns uh sort of doing a chant with the crowd, you know I, I it wasn't no justice, no peace, but it was something similar to that uh one of them there were two black men and a white woman the white woman was less uh active i don't the think I'm not sure she took the bullhorn but anyway, so they um the legislature has the power to expel people for misbehavior uh and they and they 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 did they didn't uh You know, they were asked to cease and desist by the police. They didn't. Uh, They were obviously reveling in the confrontation. So the uh, legislature expelled the two black guys, not the white woman who apologized. The other two didn't. Now I think this is crazy because these people were elected. Okay, you don't unelect people. We live in a democracy. You don't unelect people who were chosen by their districts. You're you're disenfranchising Uh, their vote. And you know, so you punish them. You can even punish them severely. You can make them, you know uh i don't know legislate from the from detention in the room next door or something you can fine them you can do all take away some privileges but you can't take away their vote on laws yeah uh and and so it, it, it and, you know uh, quite apart from you know the, the, the that is not worth the fuss the democrats are going to make about it it's just not the right thing to do uh it was uh anyway they so it, people on the right are defending them uh, you know, I think uh, they're right to point out the the equities on their side, but I, I still don't think it was the right thing to do. Uh, and it's another—you it's, know—it's it's a way in which uh, uh, you know pro democratic media narratives are—you are, can you can see them as far as the eye can see. The other big one is going to be, uh, you know, the debt shutdown. There's just no way the Republicans come out of that looking good. So they got, you know, Mark Halpin went through like four problems Republicans have. They have the abortion problem. They have the Trump insurrectionists. People don't like that problem. They have a money problem. Bizarrely, you know, the Democrats are now raising them regularly in important races, uh, in part because of the Act Blue site, which where, where you're like, you know, if you don't look carefully, you've, Agree to contribute every month, so so it quietly steals his money from your bank account. And the um, and the fourth thing is the early voting absentee ballots where they're way behind. Uh-huh. So add that to the to all these bad narratives. Add that to what that what Mal- Mark Halpern pointed out, which is the media is now totally back in Biden's corner. Trump's rise sort of settled that. And uh, uh-huh. uh, you know it's, it's just looking bleak. Even though in theory it should be very easy to, to beat a guy as old and unpopular as Biden. Uh yeah, it is bleak. Um don't get me started. Well, they, you
0: know my view on this. Yeah. the well, the I, I mean, was The funny thing is it should be the other way around, right? It is it, is like once Trump rises, they should say, Well, we gotta beat him. We can't gamble by putting Biden up there again. We gotta get somebody, you know, younger
1: than eighty. Uh, That's and- a good point. They don't. Uh, uh, I, 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 I'm or I'm now fifty-fifty on the theory that Biden is going to run. Uh, how first? Uh, uh, what would he be doing differently if this is all a things Okay, suppose he was going to pretend he was running. Okay, put out a lot of stories. Say I always decide at the last minute, and I'm worried about the, you know, I'm worried about the, the the early campaign fundraising totals will be bad, so I have to put it off till I can raise a lot of money. Uh, put out all these stories, the press buys it, eats it up. But that's completely consistent with him faking it, okay? Well, you know, if he was really running, he would have hired a campaign manager maybe and a finance officer. Hasn't done that, okay? So that's one thing that, you know, that's another thing that he would have done different if he wasn't faking it.
0: Do incumbents start so early with all this stuff the way other candidates do?
1: Uh, It's a good question. Uh, People seem to think he's putting it Past the the normal time frame uh, but um the the other thing is he let's assume he's a patriot okay exactly. he knows how awful kamala harris is he knows she's not capable of uh being president she's the one what, other person i can imagine lose losing to trump actually besides what are, what are the what are and he, and he knows she could lose to trump okay uh-huh. Uh-huh. what uh what um, what when does she have the best chance of being president, which would be disaster if Biden doesn't run and she's in she has to run for the primary in the primary with a bunch of other Democrats will probably lose. Or if he runs and wins and probably doesn't serve out till the end of his term, which is six years from now. OK, he has to make it through six years to stop Kamala Harris. Yeah, but he's from being not president. thinking okay. that way, Mickey. He's not thinking I won't make it through a second term.
0: He's like these professional athletes who like you know when they're like 80 they still think they can beat the guys playing today. You know, the the uh
1: he's not thinking that way. Um probably not, but he has people advising him who are thinking that way. He's thinking of his legacy. He doesn't want his legacy being Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the person who installed yeah, uh, his enemies. That's a in good power. comparison
0: to get out there. Uh, Amplify uh, that.
1: Amplify that. Okay, and uh, you know, and people who know people who know people who know Mark Halperin think that this will happen. So I just think it's possible. Did you throw in one more person in there than it's actually
0: appropriate? You you actually okay. talked to one person who heard it. No, or did you talk to my Mark? No, Halperin? I read
1: I read Mark Halperin's newsletter. You- he claims to have talked to Biden insiders who think. Uh, it's 50-50. Mickey are you facilitating the rehabilitation of Mark Calperin? I am. I, I mean he's been punished brutally. His crimes were bad. He was punished brutally and you know people should be able you to call work this off
0: criminal punishment. I mean he's back, right? According to you, to judge by you, you mention him every he week. He puts
1: out he puts out a newsletter and asks for donations. Also- he's on morning Drove. He lost his job. He's he's a Look. persona non grata. He's you know people don't invite him to parties. I mean you know, he he didn't he, he wasn't convicted of a crime, okay? No, but the the alleged crime was
0: weirder than the average Me Too crime. But uh, look, judge not that ye be judged. I, I I I I Bob never judges people, as you know, Mickey. I um,
1: just I I just think people should be able to, if they're disgraced, be able to through dint of hard work earn back okay. part of their good name. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's. So, um, back to the Banana Republic theme. Are, are you done with the campaign? Uh, well, just the, the, there's the Wisconsin results, okay? Uh-huh. And the key point in Wisconsin, which is that now the CW is instantly so this made. This is
0: a Supreme Court election. Right. Progressives yeah. are now in control, has implications for both abortion and maybe redistricting. Although right. you Although, tweeted, you, you threw some cold water on the redistricting. Well, I, have one, I have
1: one very good source in Wisconsin who's, just somebody who knows a lot about politics, a former local office holder, who pointed out it's very hard to un it's very hard, you know, the Republicans now have a veto-proof majority in the legislature, despite the fact that it's basically a 51-49 Republican state. So they 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 their 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 majority is magnified from what the popular breakdown is, but and it's a gerrymandered state, so you want to get rid of the gerrymander, but That's not going to put the Democrats in power necessarily because the Democrats are concentrated in two big cities, Madison and Milwaukee, and it's very hard to ungerrymander that. They're wasting Uh their votes by concentrating in one place. Unless you divide Milwaukee up like a slice of pizza, like a pizza pie in 100 different slices and get part of the countryside in with the city, uh, you're you're not going to be able to get the Democrats to match their – popular vote and and although a legislature might get by with that it's
0: a little awkward for the supreme court to say this is an anti-gerrymandering ruling that validates what is obviously a gerrymander is that the point
1: well there's that it it looks yeah it looks too weird and plus there's a constitutional requirement for compactness so (laughs) uh if i don't know is it compact if you have a pizza slice going out into outer space i don't think so uh, keep in mind, and I keep making this point, and, and I thought there was some something wrong with it, but I can't think of what it is. Uh, suppose you had, it's a 51 49 state, Republicans 51, Democrats 49. If you had every district completely replicating faithfully the makeup of the election, Republicans would, would win every single one of them. They would have 100% of the seats of the legislature. The only reason any minority gets any representation at all. It's because uh, there's some perturbances in the force and weird coagulations of their, their voters and they win some districts. So yeah. it's, um, it's, 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 it, 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 there's no, you know, it's been mathematically proven there is no completely fair way to, to do elections, but it's, it's especially an art. The, the opposition to gerrymandering is really an art. There's not a hard and fast rule. Go ahead. Uh, so, but you know, they should get rid of the, they're probably going to un it at least a bit now. Nothing wrong with that. But it's just not going to put the Democrats back in power. I'm more worried about them finagling with the election laws in 2024, You know, requiring ballot harvesting, for example. If the legislature says no ballot harvesting, the court says, no, there's a constitutional right to collect the ballot. You know, that's the sort of bullshit that uh, liberal courts could engage in. And that would be very damaging, not only because it opens it up to fraud, but just because it lowers the trust level. If the Republicans run the election under their rules and they still lose, they can't complain. Everybody trusts the election. If they, if the Democrats set all these crazy anti-Trump rules, you know, you know, we have to try everything. Uh, then the Republicans will lose face in the election. That's bad. You don't need ballot harvesting to run a fair election. So anyway, the, the the other thing to point out is, it's not this wasn't a general shift to the left. That's this is the C.W. It's not like Wisconsin suddenly said, we're more liberal, okay? There were three ballot initiatives, two of them, uh, what did they relate to? Two of them, I think, related to crime, one of them related to welfare, both very conservative. They all passed with huge majorities, okay? So the the conservatives showed up for that. When it came to the Supreme Court, they elected a liberal. Uh, in, In large part, it was because of abortion. They also linked the conservative candidate who wasn't very good to Trump. Uh, no, no. Also, he had said something about Social Security in his past. Uh, and he was a bad candidate. He'd lost in 2020 uh, by exactly the same margin. OK, so it's maybe he's just a shitty candidate. OK, um, and uh, so this is a, this process of re-education of Republicans, where the electorate is beating them over the head with a two-by-four saying, change your position on abortion, change your position on Social Security, change your position on the insurrection, Trump, the riot, whatever you want to call it. And they're not getting the message. They're just staggering around, and people are calling on them to change their position on abortion. And, uh, you know, it's very hard. It's a moral moral issue. Uh, and it's going to take a few more whacks with the two-by-four, I think maybe in 2024 uh, to, uh, you know, get, get the attitude adjustment that you'd need to start winning elections. Maybe <laughs> once the, all the abortion laws have been changed and liberals aren't worried anymore of losing their right to abortion, then they can stick to their. But meanwhile, uh, a progressive allegedly soft
0: on crime candidate won as mayor in Chicago.
1: Correct. Uh, you know, Chicago is Chicago. Uh, they've, they've, Elected progressives before. Uh, I don't think it's gone well for the city. The other guy was a little bit of a. Um, he was for school choice. He was maybe a little too much a theoretical Republican sort of. Uh, but he ran on of tough on crime. And I, you know, he lost fair and square uh, to a guy who'd. Uh, who had once said defund the police. Literally, those words. Right. And, he, and, he, and, he does, and he wants to put more. He wants more money, but he wants it to go to social workers and not the police. And he may well, have that, a point. That's they have what a, point the a lot of those. people say when you when yeah. you drill no. down. Anyway, I predict disaster. But uh, so, but I've you know, I it, some some situations are so bad they can't get any worse. So, I if I if I were in Chicago, would I sell my house and get the hell out of there? Might be too late to sell your house, but yes.
0: <laughs> Is it that bad? Is Chicago that bad?
1: Well, just in terms of, uh, you know, in, in terms of, wouldn't you rather be in a place where they're not constantly raising taxes on rich people? If you're a rich person, uh, uh, he's, he's proposed all sorts of. All, all he's proposed such all sorts wild of. wild thought experiment that he's I can't. Proposed all sorts of, real estate taxes, and, uh, anyway, th- so those are coming to fund all the social workers. So, so Mickey, on this banana republic theme, uh,
0: I. I... I think uh, Twitter is kind of becoming a banana republic.
1: What do you think of that? My I, my new slogan was uh, "Don't touch my stack, bro." Wait, what's Hands that sub stack. Well, Elon Musk oh. has banned any any links to your Substack. Wait, well, you're kidding? Apparently,
0: they don't work. No. You're, oh my god! So uh, that, that's interesting. So I got my third my third data point on on Twitter is is becoming a banana republic. If not a fascist state, oh, are the first two.
1: It's not a fascist state. What are the, well, the, first, the
0: first two? Were little, but but like the uh, his his deeming NPR a state affiliated media. I mean, look, you can make that case, but if you're going to make it and it's going to be systematic, you've got to include the BBC. I mean, NPR gets like two percent, one percent of their money from the government. BBC gets seventy percent. I mean, obviously, but, he just has if- a thing about NPR. It's a unilateral decision. Comparable to say well, indicting the president for something you wouldn't indict anybody it else is, for just because you don't it, like him.
1: It is state affiliated, but but I mean I mean the the key the key trick you to NPR is point, right. You take my point. I don't understand what was the ba- what did he say about state affiliated media?
0: Well, it's an official label. It's now on every NPR tweet. This is state affiliated media.
1: Well, does he not do it for BBC?
0: No, he doesn't. Okay, we should do it for not BBC. Not only that, but when he started doing it, people pointed out that on the Twitter page where they explain what state-affiliated media says, it explains why NPR is not included in that definition. So he deleted that sentence once people put it. So he changed changed the policy. No, no, no. My point is, I'm going to say this one more time. You want to change the policy? Change the policy. Come up with a new definition and apply it consistently. That's what we mean by changing a policy. This is what we mean by Elon is in a bad mood, and he hates NPR. That's a banana republic. The trick
1: trick with NPR is they only raise 2% of their money from the government, but the government affiliation is what lets them raise the other 98%. Without the government affiliation, they'd be in bad shape. They are government-affiliated, and that's what keeps them alive, even if it's only 2%.
0: Do you think he has thought through what you just said? No, no.
1: I mean, he he intuitively knows that he should apply it consistently. I agree. He should apply it consistently. It's not crazy to say he's the government affiliate.
0: Even you could not come up with a definition that it of state affiliated. uh, And that one, I'm sure won't work. That includes NPR. And excludes all the many things that are not defined as state-affiliated media on Twitter. Just acknowledge it. This is just no, him I, exercising a grudge.
1: I said he should apply it consistently.
0: But he can't. It, There's no rule. There's no, he could easily apply, apply it consistently. consistently. have he a consistently.
1: He'd slap a label on the BBC.
0: He'd have to have so much. Okay, finally. But he'd have to probably do what God knows what else. I mean, uh, uh, Bellingcat. Bellingcat gets a higher percentage of its money. From governments than NPR well, does.
1: They, well then hey, you'd have to say that too. The um the, have to, the, it, it, it would is, be Twitter transformative. he's become very system. very quirky. There's 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 Mickey, this, why are this, you this.
0: dodging this? Well why all the euphemisms, it's, it's quirky, it's this, it's that. No, it's a it's you know, he is just this this adolescent. He's like Trump.
1: He's like Trump. Uh, uh, Adolescents, the uh, the quirky point and the adolescent point are basically the same point. He has this this ridiculous dog that pops up every now, every time you go on Twitter now. And that was comu- my
0: data point number two. And the you, community, you know what that
1: is, right? That's Dogecoin, yes, or Dogcoin, or however you pronounce it. It's a crypto thing that he's involved in somehow. I don't know how. Yeah,
0: well, and just to just a it's funny because you know it's something if I were him I wouldn't want to bring up. I mean it's it's you know he's like a crypto hustler. Uh, you know, he Dogecoin was a satire. People created it as a satire of crypto, and then he got behind it and pumped up the value, and he's just having a great time. Oh, the value goes up, the value goes down. I don't know if he invested and made money and it was a pump and dump scheme. Who knows? I don't think I think the, the industry is so underregulated that there's probably no way of knowing. But in the event, he's having a great time as these poor, naive investors are getting run by this shit. And, and by the way, it that again. He when he put when he replaced the Twitter icon with Doge, the value went up thirty percent. And then he took it off today, I guess, and the value went yeah.
1: punch. You know, it's like the other the, the other the other more serious thing is not not going to his character, but it's your, the Twitter experience is still pretty great. Uh, the community notes are trending very right, as far as I can see, uh, and that could be a problem down the road if every liberal feels. Whenever they post something, there's going to be a, a, a you know, a, a commissar from the the right wing mob is going to descend and say, no, this is wrong. You, so far, the right has been correct. I mean, the, the community knows I've seen have been completely accurate. Uh, but at some point, you can't have it be that biased and still survive. So. Well,
0: another little data point on that. I saw that Richard Hanania uh, said that you know he had he had suffered under the old regime and i'm sure he had been unfairly whatever shadow banned or whatever he's uh you know but then he said but with the new regime like they called him and said is there any way we can make your life better well are they doing that with anybody on the left are they caught uh, i haven't gotten
1: my call and uh you they were, know they were there were the 35 according to this one report there were 35 favored sites and mary glacius was one of them and Noah Smith was another, so it well, wasn't we, exclusively Smith, on the right. Noah Smith is is
0: I wouldn't call either of those guys very far left. Matt, Matt Iglesias is what the New Republic was in the heyday, you know. Be, uh, no,
1: he's a little way, a little more left than that. He's he's well, that's because the country has moved left. But I mean, relatively speaking, he's standard left. He's 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 a, you know an Ezra Klein Yimby pro guaranteed income pro way more immigration a billion Americans person pretty far left. He's, he's, he's moved to the center on some issues. He's an interesting guy, but he's, you know, he's a Philly. He's was the commissar ideological commissar of journalists. Well, anyway, those are my three.
0: Now I have the three data points. So it is a trend toward
1: banana Republic. I think you have four data points, don't you? you Well,
0: I had two coming in. I had the Dogecoin thing. I think Um, you have five,
1: you have five data points.
0: uh, I I can get two pieces out of this. I, I just need one more data point and I can get two pieces out of it. No, but the Substack thing is interesting because uh it's I assume a response to Substack announcing that it's gonna do something that looks remarkably like Twitter. I said I haven't figured out what it is exactly.
1: But right, it seems it seems weird that Substack would do that, but I guess um I'm starting to think it, it could right. be a stroke of genius actually. But but why? Well just if Twitter implodes somehow.
0: No, no, I think it's it, it's Twitter's not, not imploding. but Yeah, I don't uh, think so either. I mean, I don't know what SubSec has in mind, but I did realize, thinking about it, and it's all very vague now. They just, you know, Hamish just just tweeted this thing, and uh, there's also a page describing it, but not in any kind of detail. It tweeted this thing that looks exactly like Twitter, okay, where the things have, you know, they have the retweet uh, icon, and they have the three icons and everything. It looks like Twitter. And uh, it's going to be called Notes, I think. Uh, Substack Notes. And what I realized was, if, if 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 Substack had a way to incentivize everyone who's on Substack to, first of all, participate in this somewhat, and they don't have to abandon Twitter, but but second, and more important, encourage their readers to participate, okay? Because Substack now has enough writers that collectively you have a non-trivial kind of elite class, right? right. Uh, and and so if you've got them participating and them recruiting their followers, uh, that would be that would be a bigger challenge than Mastodon was. And now I don't know how exactly they do the incentivizing. I don't
1: know, but it's just something that is in theory. I, I, I just so totally resisted because you want one public square where everybody goes. You don't want to have to post everything three or four times to places where half your audience isn't going to see them. Uh, it's just not a public spirited thing to do to start a separate Twitter. What do you mean, not a pot cheese
0: for crying out loud? We
1: want we want one. We want the, the, We should all know, bow no,
0: down to Elon and no, give him stu- an eternal monopoly.
1: We should give Elon. We, we should have voice, not exit. In this case, we should. We should. Well, that's wait, the same we thing. Hit, no, exit means you start a new thing. Voice means you operate internally. No, you want agitate.
0: loyalty. The third is loyalty, right? No, Isn't
1: you it- want to I agitate internally to get Elon Musk to change his acts. And it is works. It- he responds to pressure. So uh, the voice, exit, there's exit, voice, and loyalty. Yeah. but I, I think I think that the, the, it's basically a binary choice between exit and voice. What did his voice loyalty, do you? He doesn't loyalty, listen. Loyalty was, just, loyalty was just the title of the book. Exit, re- voice is you stay in the restaurant and, you know, exit is you don't like the food in a restaurant. You leave and go to another restaurant. Yeah. Voices, you go to the same restaurant and you try to teach the chef how to cook. OK, it's not it's not usually a plausible alternative. E- Elon strikes case, you as the kind of person case, who
0: is responsible to guidance. It,
1: yes. And in this case, does he? Yeah, you can go through David Sachs. You can attack him directly. He changes well, so his if mind. If you know
0: David Sachs, you can have
1: influence. You but everybody is everybody is one tweet away from david sachs and and if you if you know well, you're Elon, so
0: full of shit, you're so full of shit. almost nobody is one tweet away from David Sachs. This is the thing da- about you this is the you, thing about you because this is basically pair room material. I shouldn't bring this kind of cheap shot out in public, but because you grew up, and I know it's a cliche, folks, I'm apologizing in advance because you grew up amid privilege you really don't identify with people who don't have power you really don't now i know i know because you are attracted to trump for whatever reason you're willing to stand up and speak on behalf of the downtrodden in middle america but you do not intuitively and instinctively well, identify with power i am
1: impressed with the ability i i it's, what i said was an exaggeration but musk has responded to you know mass revulsion on expressed on twitter before uh, if what the internet does is it brings the elite closer to the masses, okay? That is the effect it has. You can have a big a politician and he will be talking to a nobody. Okay, Not a lot of nobodies, you can't talk to every nobody, but there's a lot better chance that a nobody is within reach of a politician or a celebrity than there was before. I am, in fact, one of the bad things about Twitter is uh, I'm, in fact, now scared that somebody, either Elon Musk or somebody in AIDS, if i attack musk will read it and they'll fuck me over on the algorithm so i i if if that's what i mean because it's a banana republic and you know it right but if there were no if there were a huge distance between me a nobody and elon musk i wouldn't have to worry about that he seems to have you know he reads even the tiny sparrow or somehow and if you uh, more so than before if you if you if you use his handle or Saxes handle or somebody, there is a non-trivial chance that it will be read by somebody who can, maybe a 1%, maybe a 2%, better than the 0. 0.001% chance that there was before. That's and, like
0: saying this is the most accessible president we've ever had because because every week there's a lottery and one American gets to have lunch with him. That's ridiculous. Where you run is a system featuring, you know, justice, and truly equal access to influence. You, not like, oh, maybe there's a one-in-a-million chance Elon will read your tweet, and if it plays into his trope of the day, he will exploit it. What, what do you, you know, I, you, he, you, you, he's you like not, it, Ricky. He personally called Paul Graham and apologized because Paul Graham is this big fucking guy in Silicon Valley. He is totally you, pays attention to the power you, structure.
1: Is, are our are our volume levels adjusted so you're ten times as loud as I am, or are you just yelling uh, because you have your blood up? I'm yelling. Okay. Uh, they can adjust this in the in the post production. No, no. I want it. Uh, I want to <laughs> dominate. Okay. Well, you, uh, that's obvious. But um, you deny that the effect of technology is to bring the top closer to the vast masses. Technology generically. I, I don't yeah, know I mean. the web, email, the web, you could you you well, know, especially, for especially Twitter, you could, the whole virtue of Twitter for me is, it gave me a chance to grab one of these big shots by the ankles and yank, and sometimes you'd get a reaction. No, I mean, I would say that that is, in a way, a, a
0: somewhat general property of the whole internet revolution, you know. Well, there you go. S- suddenly, New York Times reporters are getting fact-checked by mere mortals, and they can't, it's well, harder to cover up their mistakes. All of that's true. And by the way, there's one thing Elon seems to be kind of doing that I do applaud in this very regard, you know, under the old regime, they had the blue check system, you know, which became, as Musk aptly put it, this lords and peasants systems uh, system, which was not, you know, where the lords weren't systematically and meritocratically selected. And they included people who various uh, people at Twitter just liked and I think he's in the process of breaking that down, but I can never tell because there's so much confusion about what's actually going on there, right? Like supposedly the world's were going to lose their blue checks as of April 1st. Well, April fools, I guess, because a lot of them are saying they didn't lose their blue checks, right?
1: Right. And there are various workarounds to get them back. And, uh, it's, it's a glorious mess, but, um, he's in, he's in trouble because if all the, if all the big shots sort of, sort of, you know, lose heart and stop tweeting, and the the point of the whole enterprise is sort of lost. But uh, you know, will they will just because they lose their blue checks? Will Maggie Haberman stop tweeting? I don't know. Uh, the uh, it's uh, I, I I you know they there should be a system where if you're verified, the original purpose of the the verification, you get the blue check, and that's it. It doesn't mean anything else, and that would be that could work. And Here's I think my that's question. Where, that's where he's heading. Would you cost you eight dollars a month to get verified?
0: And look, I may do it if if I'm convinced that that you know uh, it'll it'll uh, turn me into however illicitly turn me into a lord. You know, I'm you haven't honest.
1: you haven't done it yet.
0: No, because Why not? there's a stigma attached to it. You know, it's only stigma if you feel it. Um, speaking of that, uh, are are you worried that? Now that you've said you live in fear of being identified by Twitter as an Elon Musk critic, because then they'll downgrade you or something, are you really that now people will actually dismiss these various defenses you make of Elon Musk as you just being a coward? Not that I'm suggesting that would be an appropriate response, but it's well, something I said, worry it, about. I
1: said it before, but this itself is a criticism of Musk, so I get points for being willing to stick at the Musk, because being paranoid about Musk is itself a criticism of the way he's running the site. <laughs> and uh, and I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a well-known paranoid. So obviously I'm- You are a well-known paranoid. Uh, I'm obviously, I'm overthinking this. So anyway, I two. applaud breaking two. down worlds and I, I tweeted some. I tweeted a joke that said, my goal is to be the last blue check on Twitter. Then I get all the status, okay? That-, that was my joke. It didn't post for some reason. It just didn't go up, okay? So six hours later, I tried again. Didn't go up, okay? Now that doesn't, every other post- Makes it on a Twitter. Okay, that one doesn't. Uh if uh if that doesn't make you paranoid, you're a whole lot less paranoid than I am. I mean is is he
0: really banning Substack links? Because this is just what he did with Mastodon. It's what he had to retreat on. That's when he called Paul Graham and apologized personally, because Paul Graham's a big guy.
1: He's gonna have to he's gonna have to apologize to Mark Andreessen about this one, I think, probably, because Andreessen's a big Substack investor. Um the uh, the um, Jack Schaefer has discovered a workaround. If you put a Bitly link to your Substack, that'll work at the moment. Uh, but if you just link directly to Substack, I mean, it the, doesn't work.
0: This could has
1: potentially it, play into ha, Substack's plans. You yeah, know, has it gone? Ba- has it gone back? Exactly. Has it gone back? Has he gone back and the the old links in your entire feed to your old Substack posts don't work either? I don't know. Uh,
0: that would be mm-hmm. mind blowing if he's he's retroactively crippling
1: links. Um I so mean I, I think the sub stackers are a powerful force that he won't be able to resist them. We'll see. So quickly Ukraine before we uh
0: adjourn. And maybe sure. foreign policy generally, but uh mainly I if you print Ukraine. So um well we can, in the bedroom we can talk about this weird bombing in St. Petersburg which I find endlessly intriguing and strange. Um, there's also this weird, uh, this declassified declass- this document leaked or series of documents or something uh, supposedly showing what the U.S. and NATO are uh, are saying privately about various aspects of the war. Although Other people are claiming, no, this is an info operation. It's a fake leak by the U.S., and NATO, there's that. Um, you know, as for the war itself. What
1: does it show that's interesting?
0: Well, uh, there are weird features. I mean, first of all, there was there was a a dot and a pit we now apparently know that one of the versions of it had been doctored, wasn't even the original leak of it and uh that seemed to that, that showed Ukrainian casualties much higher than Russian apparently the actual document showed Russian uh casualties much higher than Ukrainian the actual document and this is a little suspicious okay so it showed this is deaths killed in action it shows Ukraine as 16,000 to 17.500 what's strange about that is this is a large first document. Well, a month or two before that, if I recall correctly, and I'm pretty sure I do, Ukraine itself officially released the number of KIA as like 17.5 thousand. And everybody thinks that's low. So this, so this would mean either that, that the U.S. government is, and or NATO is naively accepting, not only naively accepting that as accurate, but not updating it like six, six weeks after the fact. It could just mean that the, the the format in this document is you always accept whatever Ukraine is saying, and that's just how they do it. Anyway, they said that Russia's KIA was 35 to 43K. Um, that seems closer to what probably the truth is for both of them. Um, aside from that, you're hearing different things about what it all means. You know, it says like how many artillery shells have been shipped, about mm-hmm. a million. Sounds about right
1: to me. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I would have guessed. But- uh, but it, 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 there seems to be a congealing conventional wisdom that the Russian uh, offensive has stalled. They're now retreating to defend their, you know, and it's time for the U- Ukrainian counteroffensive. And there were also heartening signs that Ukrainians, once they get to the doorstep of Crimea, are ready to negotiate. At least they've said that. Uh, I don't know well, if they're only negotiating about Crimea or negotiating the whole war, but. There's there's light at the end of the tunnel. It's just that light might be a year away. But the tunnel end. it's well, a tunnel long might be way a from away. the
0: doorstep of Crimea. I mean, you know, it, it's offensives are hard. And one one reading of this by some guy who seemed to know what he was talking about said that uh, if anything, it looked like you Ukraine had a little less in the way of human resources committed to this than
1: people had thought. But I don't know. It, well, that, my my initial thought was. They're not really going to devote a lot of resources to Crimea. They're going to convince the Russians they're about to devote a lot of resources to Crimea and use their resources elsewhere for their counteroffensive.
0: Well, I mean, a first thing, of all, the, goal the Russians of the are offensive...
1: totally paranoid. The Russians are totally determined, you know, to keep Crimea. So play on that paranoia. Well, the conventionally
0: accepted goal of the offensive is not Crimea per se. It's it's Melitopol or however you pronounce that town, which gets you closer to Crimea. But look, that would be a super major achievement to get there, and that's not even all the way to the border of Crimea. I mean, don't get ahead right. of the game. there now it's true that russia is is uh establishing defenses in Crimea that suggest uh, they, you know even against uh you know an attack from the ocean, you know they, they're right they, they, you would think that they're worried about Crimea, but they've also got a lot of uh you know barricades built well you know well shroued of it uh, that Ukraine' would have to get through. Um, this is not totally unrelated to Bakhmut. I just wanted to say, a little, so state of play Bakhmut is Russia continues to g- gain ground slowly in Bakhmut, pushing troops uh, westward. I guess if you want to look at the, up, you know, the silver lining or whatever, or see the glass half full, we're fully doing it slowly. Um, secondly, they have not succeeded in encircling Bakhmut. So there is, in principle, you know, a means of escape so that you don't get thousands of troops either um, captured or truly slaughtered. On the other hand, the only road out uh, is subject to Russian artillery fire. I heard an interview with a medic, Ukrainian medic, who said when they do the medic rotations, the the way they get into Bakhmut is, they go at night, turn off the headlights, and drive as fast as they can. And that just doesn't seem like a formula for getting thousands and thousands of troops out of Bakhmut without, you know, because the Russians will know that's going on. And, and, if, and they'll just just shell the hell out of the place. But we'll see. Um, and then, you know, I had said that I thought, to the extent that, that uh, people were kind of pulling back on their critiques, of Ukraine's Bakhmut strategy, it was actually uh, just a way of relieving some of the political pressure that Zelensky was feeling. Um, I'm standing by that. Uh, I, I uh, Michael Kaufman, you know, who's, you know, from Ukraine, but a very good military analyst who has a pretty good record, uh, did a series of tweets where you could tell that he is quite worried about the, the the toll that will be taken by the last couple of months in Bakhmut. Um, but at the same time said, you know, whether this makes sense, time will tell and so on. What would interested me about what he said is that, you know, I, I had said uh, what worries me is the toll this will take on the offensive itself, you know, both the ammunition expended in Bakhmut and the casualties taken He said his concern isn't so much the offensive itself as the day after the offensive. Uh, In other words, you know, like if the offensive is successful, what happened at Bakhmut may make it harder to sustain the momentum. If it's not successful, it may make it harder to hold the line. So that's the state of his thinking. I'm still waiting for somebody to finally, you know, to ask Colonel McGregor. I mean, remember, McGregor's line uh, is... The Russians are gonna, you know, the Russian juggernaut is coming, but the winter was too warm and short. Uh, You know, the period when the ground was hard was too was too brief. So you're gonna see it after the muddy season. Well, if we don't start seeing it within a few weeks, I hope somebody will ask him what exactly happened. You know, he's on this. You know, this judge, whatever it is, Napolitano or whatever. The guy used to be on Fox, but but I think precisely because of his foreign policy uh, got kind of pushed off of Fox. uh, I think anyway, he's got a, he's got an online show. He has McGregor on all the time. And I don't know uh, how, how long he can, he can keep praising McGregor's judgment. If the Russians uh, don't start doing what McGregor keeps predicting within a few
1: weeks, we'll see. It's a little like year after year saying the five-year plan was not achieved because of poor harvest because of low rainfall. Yeah. At some point, at some point, they have to actually do what yeah. like they say they were going to do. Um, but uh, quick
0: final. Uh, go ahead. I want to say one more thing on foreign policy. Go ahead. Finland is in NATO now. As you know, I'm not a big advocate of NATO expansion. But as you also know, I am a. Uh, oh, there you go. You you. Uh, we flip sides on the screen. I lost you. Um, I'm a real glasses half full guy, you know. And uh, I, the, the upside of this I can see is, first of all, if the time comes, which would be nice, that uh, we're winding the war down and Biden has to convince uh, the hawkish American establishment that he hasn't lost his manhood, even though he's letting uh, Russia hang on to some territory. One thing he can say is, Finland coming in and NATO is a strategic loss for Russia. At the same time, it gives something that putin could in principle get a little negotiating win over in principle like if part of the deal is we agree that yeah some kind of missiles never go to finland maybe even american troops never go to finland or something it could become a negotiating point that's the upside i can see uh but it is also i'm not sure americans get this it's another country that we're pledging
1: to defend if they're ever attacked by anyone right i'm I, we've already, I mean, we're already pledged to die for Estonia, right? We are. So now we have to die for Finland. I'd be probably six to one half another of another with that.
0: I mean, apparently so. the literal reading of the NATO charter brings you up a little shy of a completely ironclad commitment to go die for them. I don't, I don't know the details. But that is the understanding that is what a collective security alliance is supposed to mean. Yes.
1: Yeah. So you want to talk about this assassination in the paradigm? Is that the story?
0: Yeah, we can do that. Uh, We we can, we can, uh, there's a lot uh, we can talk about. I I don't know what else we could, I think I've got other things to talk about. Um, What was it going to be? I have a lot of things to talk about. Okay. Tell us uh, what they are. This, folks, is at patreon.com slash um, uh Did
1: I do that a, well? Was, that, a, we was had, that an
0: effective promotional announcement? That was very
1: good. We have uh, Jill Biden's basketball missteps, put it politely that way. Oh,
0: there's the whole there's the whole trans uh, directive of the Biden administration. There's a the whole trans directive of the
1: Biden administration. There's... Uh, uh, Justice Thomas has some rich friends who take him on trips. Uh, oh, we yeah. have uh, Ezra Klein. Uh, the education of Ezra Klein has continued. He's discovered, uh, I don't know if he's discovered the Davis-Bacon Act, but he's discovered the problems of neoliberalism. He's got a good
0: idea about AI, too. Some, uh, uh, I mean, it might be hard to implement, but.
1: Um, okay, uh, and, I wanted to uh, talk about AI anyway in the there. AI gets scarier by the day. Um, and uh, we have um, uh, Kim Masters wrote an interesting piece about the problems that Amazon is having coming up with a coherent movie strategy and they were comp- the, the libs, there, there's this show called a, a remake of The League of Their Own. I assume it's a woke remake where everybody is gay and you know, blah, blah, blah. I think that's right. And it was not doing well with the audience ratings. So they've eliminated the ratings. But I'm not sure that the liberals are completely wrong on that. So uh, there's that teaser. Uh, and I saw most of the movie, Megan. Megan.
0: Okay, we can talk so about at least that. an
1: then. hour of that. The, uh, the Allison Williams movie, as you put it. Uh, so and it's an AI could, movie. It's
0: an AI. We could movie. talk
1: about. It's like the Scottish play. It's the Allison Williams movie. Oh. You're not performing in the Allison Williams movie, are you? Um, so yes, it's about AI. It's about there's an alignment problem. It's, it's might, weird you how you everybody say. Ca- it's weird how everybody calls it the alignment problem as opposed to the AI goes mad problem. I mean, it's, it's like they they there's now a new word for for fossil fuels. Bob, have you followed this? What is that word? Dispatchables. Dispatchables. I don't know why they're called dispatchables. I assume because you can dispatch them to where it's needed, even when solar power goes down because the sun goes down. You can dispatch. You
0: can them. put them in a truck and send them off.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, the te- the the state of Texas, which is uh, which is sort of pulling back from their renewable resources and trying to favor fossil fuels again, said we're we're favoring dispatchables. Uh-huh. So.
0: So, yeah, I want to talk about bacon. I want to talk about AI more broadly. I want to talk about, oh, good news for Tesla. GM is doing something extremely stupid with all
1: of its electric vehicles. Have you heard about this? No, I I was stunned to say that the GM outsold Ford in the electric vehicle department. I guess Ford doesn't have many Also, you know, the
0: Camaro may be revived as an EV. Did you read that? I said that
1: last week. Oh, did you? Yeah.
0: Huh. I was getting you mixed up with somebody else, I guess. Uh... Matt Tyree's encounter with maybe his son—we can talk about. Wait, abuse. but what
1: did what did GM? Now I'm on tenor, What did GM do that was stupid? Mickey, this, this this is bonus content, Mickey. Or are you going to forget to tell me? No, I'm writing it down. Oh, do you, do you think this is down. too
0: manipulative? Do you think people will say if you're going to try to manipulate me?
1: The only person you're manipulating is me. I'm the only person that's interested in this. You think? Our, you think our our audience gives a shit about? You're, you're, yeah, also, the, the you're also the only person who has any chance of showing up
0: in the parent room. So, um, Oh, did you hear Dershowitz on the Epstein suicide? This was a couple of weeks no. ago. Shocking. Shocking. You He's know how what? people
1: can find out what he said, Mickey? Well, there are one of two options. He did commit suicide or he didn't. Actually, <laughs> Dershowitz is kind he of... Did. He did, but he had helped. It's the third option.
0: Yeah, but what's interesting is the way Dershowitz backed into that. That was kind of where he wound up, yeah. Um, uh, so, okay. That's enough. That's enough. Okay. Basta. No mas.
1: Okay. Our new, um, uh, our new catch rate is, pump up the volume. Pump up the At least Bob's volume. Is that a song? I think so. Okay. Um, okay. Well, that sounds sure. good.
0: All right. So um, we'll see, folks, at patreoncom slash para-rim. unless they resent how manipulative we've been in trying to get them there. In which case, we'll do better next time. Hands off my stack, bro! Hands off my stack, bro! All right. Is that? Oh wait, I failed to press stop, so I can ask you: Do you mean Substack? What stack? Yes.
1: Oh, okay. The short of I was being trying slang for Substack is stack, and it, it's sort of closer to junk, right? Yeah, like so. Hands yeah. off my junk, bro. Hands
0: Don't touch my, stack. my junk, bro.
1: Don't touch my stack, bro. Don't touch my
0: stack, bro. That's Great. better.
1: Great.